When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back. Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930. WBEN final hour. We are three hours and 20 minutes away from Bills Bengals, the most important Monday night game ever played in Monday night football history. Yes, more important than that wild card game that was on Monday last year. This is the most important Monday night football game ever played in your Buffalo Bills kickoff in three hours and 20 minutes. Brian Mazarowski is at the game. Hopefully he'll call in for BMAS and Beamer tomorrow and give us an update of what the uh, stadium was like. Uh, as soon as the mics turned on, I, I looked at Robbie. I said, look, the, the last game before uh, the Bills game just kicked off, the Rose Bowl uh, between Penn State and Utah. So so excited. It's, it's exciting. I, I'm telling <laughs> you, I'm surprised I've gotten three hours into the show. We've got 50 minutes left. Robbie Ross here with us, getting you on the right track to uh, those New Year's resolution goals. And Robbie, something we talked about during the break, and, and it seems like more and more of these are popping up. And it's, you know, food that deceivingly comes across as healthy, but if you look at the ingredients, you look at the, st- the statistics of the food, it's not that great for you. No, and, you know, we talked about the fact that most people will look at, you know, how many calories does it have? How much protein does it have if you're trying to, you know, gain muscle or whatever? But... Really, what we have to understand it is not, you shouldn't be looking at that. I don't look at calories at all, honest to God. Um, I look at ingredients. If I can't pronounce it, if it's not real whole food, the food of the earth that God created that you don't need to read a label on, I'm not interested in eating it. Because processed food has processed ingredients in it. It's processed also, you know, so you can look at, I've said this before, like our bread today is not our grandmother's bread. It's processed. So you've got to look at not only the ingredients, but how it's being made. And so I don't know. um, There are a lot of places out there right now. But the one thing that I always look for is the ingredients and organic. You know, it's not a, you know, I know a lot of people think, well, I don't want to spend money or I don't have... I don't have the money to spend on organic, but you will spend the money either way. If you're eating chemicals in your food, it's going to lead to dis-ease. If you're eating processed food, you're going to get sick. You you have to eat whole foods and eat like the animals. Like, you know, the animals are eating grass. They're not eating processed food. And, and like I said during the break, it, it is so much easier now to find organic food than I think ever before. Yes, and it's not that much more expensive for New Year's Eve. Um, my husband and I, you know, we we made 
really nice, a nice dish. And the organic was only $2 more than the non-organic. And when you talk about wild fish, um, you know, make sure it's not farm raised. You want to make sure that you are eating organic, organic greens, especially. Yes, you can wash the chemicals out, the pesticides and the herbicides and all that. You can wash them, soak them and everything, but you're never going to get it out completely 100%. And so you might as well spend the money on just buying organic. And we have so many stores here that you can get organic pretty cheap. I shop at like three or four different places. Now, that's for, you know, fruits and vegetables. For meat, organic meat, um, also very important, obviously. And again, easier to find, I think, than even 10 years ago. Oh, 100%. Like, you don't want to get anything that's injected with hormones and antibiotics. You know, you you don't want to put hormones and antibiotics in your body. So why eat a piece of meat that was injected? But also, you should get organic. Get organic grass-fed. It tastes so much better, Um, you know. I always have organic salmon. I love organic salmon. It tastes totally different than regular salmon, or especially farm-raised. Now, looking at meats, right? What are the worst meats to eat? You know, I've always heard red red meat, you should keep that toned down. You should eat as little red meat as possible. What's the truth on that? Oh, gosh. Joe, you're talking to someone who's been a vegetarian for almost Well, never mind then. Well, you just said salmon. How well, about for us non-vegetarians? Pestitarian. Uh, you know, obviously you want lean meat, okay? So you want, you know, 90% lean if you're getting, you know, beef or something like that or higher. You know, you want to make sure that you're not getting really fatty. But even without that, I think the most important thing is that you get something that is organic, that's not injected with hormones and antibiotics. And then, you know, don't get 80% beef, get 90% beef or 95% beef or the highest amount of beef that you can get. Um, And, you know, again, just make sure it's grass fed. Would you urge people to be vegetarian? So um, the statistics show, if you read the China study, which was by um, Colin Campbell and Thomas Campbell, Thomas Campbell is from the University of Rochester, uh, they did a uh, study that showed that um, the, as the consumption of meat, animal products, was consumed in your diet, the incidence of cancer went up. So the more meat you eat, the more animal products you eat, the higher your incidence of cancer. And that's any meat, because I've heard red meat is what is the cancer causer, but that's any kind of meat. Yeah, it's also dairy, dairy as well. Um, you know, when my sister got cancer, I did a lot of research in trying to figure out, you know, how to prevent cancer and how to slow down the rate of cancer. And so what I realized is that my sister and I ate a lot of sugar and we ate a lot of dairy and dairy is directly linked to breast cancer. And you can watch Forks Over Knives. It'll tell you all about it. So uh, now I got to ask you this because we talked processed food. What do you think as a vegetarian of the fake plant-based meats that you see popping up all over the impossible burger, the, I forgot what the other one was called, but you see those, I mean, there's a, like a freezer section now in the organic aisle um, with all these plant-based uh, fake meats. What do you think about that? Yeah. Well, first of all, I'll tell you, I just started eating meat again, so I'm not a vegetarian anymore, but I've eat a little bit of it. Um, but that fake meat is garbage, absolute garbage. Okay. If you look at the label, it's it's all chemicals and soy and junk, absolute junk. So eat real foods, eat you know food, not food-like things. When you were vegetarian, did mm-hmm. you crave meat? 
Not at all. I, I, one of the reasons I became a vegetarian was because of the incidence of cancer that I wanted to decrease, but also because I really didn't like the taste of it. And now that I'm getting older, I know that you can easily add more muscle on your body uh, by <laughs> eating, you know, more protein. It's, it's not in, uh, impossible to get all of your protein, your macronutrients, your fats, carbohydrates, and protein. In terms of protein as a macronutrient, it's a little bit harder as a vegetarian, uh, a lot harder as you get older, okay? My last food question yeah. is seafood. Is that like the ultimate healthy meat for uh, if you're going on a diet? Because I, as you, said, you said salmon. I love salmon. I love shrimp. I love anything in the ocean. Yeah. I will give a chance. I, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, well, you know, salmon has a lot of fat in it, but it's also omega-3, so it's good for you. But uh, you have to watch the fat, so the portions do matter. Uh, So, you know, seafood is wonderful for you. Um, In my book, it's better than eating beef, but you got to make sure it's wild. You don't want to eat tilapia. You want wild scallop, wild um, salmon, wild cod. You know, a lot of places have that. Uh, there's a million places around here that have wild fish. You want to stay away from the farm rays because, again, junk. Right. Uh, so you want to have the wild. And then also stay away from anything that crawls on the bottom of the ocean. So shrimp and crab and all of that, you know, you have to be careful. Oh, no. Don't tell me that. <laughs> all right, Robbie, as people are getting back on track, and you said it today, the gym's full. And I, I as much as I joked during David's show, that, you know, I can't wait till those people give up so that there's less people. It is nice to see more and more people there. And I hope I hope it lasts. You know, I hope we still see them six, eight months from now. Um, but what are your seven truths for health and fitness? Yes. Well, my book, I gave you my book, um, it, The Seven Truths to Health and Fitness. Oh, we're not on TV. I was like... Hey, <laughs> We should be on TV, We though. should be, Robbie. We should have YouTube this or something. Anyway, uh, you know, I had been speaking all over the country and in Canada for many, many years. And every time I spoke, people said, you know, well, do you have what you're saying written down? And I'd say, no. <laughs> so anyway, I started writing down what I was saying. And I started to come up with these chapters. I was trying to think of the chapters of the book. What is important in terms of health and fitness? And so just really trying to think of chapters. And I came up with these chapters based on my experience of helping people over the last 40 years with their health and fitness. So what's important to our overall health, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, is seven truths. And I came up with faith, family, food, fitness, detox, sleep, and stress management. And I'll also throw in finance there too. It's an eighth <laughs> one because, you know, obviously we need to manage everything, including, you know, what God's given us. But, you know, the seven truths to health and fitness are what make us whole. And it's not, I, I, it's not a coincidence that the number seven came into my brain, I think. It, it wasn't a coincidence because uh, seven is very significant in the Bible. It means perfection. It means completion. And so if you look at, you trying to reach your health and fitness goals. Certainly your faith has a lot to do with it, you know? Um, Certainly family has a lot to do with it, you know? You don't wanna be around uh, toxic people because it will make you sick. I'm not talking about just being physically fit. I'm talking about being mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually fit. It's all integrated. Uh, So faith, family, food, fitness, of course, and we have the uh, 2023 uh, fitness trends to go over. 
can't believe it's 2023. Uh, Faith Family <laughs> Food Fitness Detox. So you need to detox right now from all of those chemicals, the sugar, the junk, the processed food that we ate during. And, and, and I don't mean like detox in terms of just drink water and nothing else or just have food shipped to your door or, you know, starve yourself or fast for three days. I mean eating the foods of the earth, detoxing from processed food and chemicals. It's not hard to do. You just need to start. And when you get, you know, through three days, it's really easy. So Faith Family Food Fitness Detox Sleep, I don't care how much you exercise and how well you eat. If you don't get sleep, if you're sleep deprived, and you will be when you have a baby. Yes. <laughs> or when you work the morning shift in radio, but go ahead. Yes. <laughs> um, if you're sleep de- deprived, you will not be able to handle stress. It will decrease your immune system and open the door to disease because it's stressful for your body to be sleep deprived. And then, of course, the last one is stress. Unmanaged stress. We all have stress, but unmanaged chronic stress lowers our immune system and opens the door to disease as well. And not sleeping is stressful on your body. So those seven truths are important. I like what you said about toxic people because that is so important. That I think that should be everyone's New Year's resolution. Every <laughs> year it's time to go through the friends list mm-hmm. and say, hey, hey, who is this negative person? Always, you know, just always negative, you know, bringing you down. I think that's so important. And, and hey, Sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's difficult to separate from those toxic people. But you do you do realize how much better you feel when you don't have someone that's just a daily uh, negative. Or anytime you hang out, it's always negative. I, I, that's yeah. so important. Or grumpy. Grumpy. Yes, for sure. Grumpy people. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, reading your book. And then my wife's going to read your book. And I thank you for the copy. We're getting mm-hmm. that started. I got to start reading more, as you've probably heard me say on the air. So yes. this is going to be a perfect uh, start to getting back into books and, you know, maybe also help my vocabulary if I read every day. So I thank you for that, Robbie. Yes, you're welcome. Now, I have to ask, um, you did say something about detox. And I want to get that first. Yes. Because we see all these, you know, start your diet with the three day juice detox or any of that. Anything to that? No. No, I'm not one of those people that, you know, first of all, if you try and do something like that, you're going to fail. You might lose weight, but you're going to gain it back a lot. So many people, Joe, come to me because they've drastically reduced their caloric intake, sometimes to 600, 500, 700, 800 calories a day. That's not sustainable. Right. You know, your body needs calories to function, to actually function. Your metabolism needs calories. And so... You are going to lose weight if you drastically reduce your caloric intake. And calories in and calories out do matter, but they're not everything. I mean, you walk into the gym. If calories in and calories out were everything, then everybody who's on the treadmill for you know hours at a time, seven days a week, they'd be lean and mean, and they're not. So we know that food is important, but also drastically redoing your reducing your caloric intake, your body doesn't know the difference between you being stuck in the blizzard without food or you being in your kitchen and with cupboards full of food not eating it. So the way God made our body is it actually slows down our metabolic rate to snail pace. So we don't burn fat and utilizing calories uh, throughout the day. We actually slow down our metabolic rate. So we want to have our metabolism humming throughout the day and eat those macronutrients throughout the day, fats, carbohydrates, and protein to keep that metabolic rate functioning. So speaking of that, what do you think of intermittent fasting? I do do intermittent fasting. I think it's a good idea um, for most people, not everybody, but... Generally, I will de- I will uh, do intermittent fasting from like seven o'clock at night to seven o'clock the next morning. That's twelve minimum 
of 12 hours fasting. And many times I go to 14 or sometimes even 16, depending on what I'm doing the next day, because I always eat if I'm working out. I always eat before I work out. That was my next question. Uh, yes. Because there's a lot of people out there, uh, I think Joe Rogan, who says he doesn't eat until after a workout. Is that smart or maybe not? Yeah, no. Uh, you need to break the fast, okay? Um, it may work for him, but for the general population, it's important that you break the fast with a breakfast, a healthy breakfast. Protein and fiber with every meal makes losing weight no big deal. I and like so, that. Yeah, and so if you have protein and vegetables, say you have you know, organic eggs and some veggies in there. It will help to rev up your metabolism. Now, I had a couple people at the gym that kept saying to me, you know, I really don't want to eat. I don't feel hungry. I said, force yourself. Just force yourself and let's see how it goes. Nine times out of 10, people come to me and say, I feel so much better. I have so much more energy. You want to be able to put a lot of energy in your workout. You don't want to be able to feel like you don't have the energy. And that's where we get our food, our, our energy is from food, right? That's why, you know, food addiction, I've always said it's the, it's the toughest thing because it's the one thing that your body needs, but you just need to be able to manage it. Yes, and you need to eat food, real food, not food-like things, right? And, and so it's important what you eat and how much you eat. Now, we have the fitness trends of 2023. Yes, yes. This is what we call a tease, Robbie. I'm willing to tease the fitness trends of 20. I don't have to tell you that. You're in the, you're in the business as well. <laughs> fitness trends of 2023 when we come back. Your questions, 803 uh, It's also the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. And those, uh, those weights on the, on the uh, bridges. I almost forgot what I was talking about. The, br- the weight <laughs> on the bridges here, still a delay if you're trying to come into the States. The Peace Bridge is go- all over the place. It was the longest wait, now it's the shortest. If you're trying to drive a car over the Peace Bridge, only 43 minutes. Uh, for our truck driver friends, 247 minutes. The Lewis and Queenston Bridge is at two hours for autos, only 30 minutes for trucks. And the Rainbow Bridge, 143 minutes. No delays going into Canada or minimal delays. But if you're coming back to the States from Canada, uh, you're going to be waiting. And if you're in that wait, we have a traffic line open at 202 WBEN if you'd like to call in and give us an update on that. One more segment with segment with Robbie Raw. It is Beamer in for Bowerly on the observed New Year's Day, three hours till kickoff here on WBEN. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Well, we hope it's a Super Bowl season. Bills, Bengals, tonight. I know it says the Broncos. I couldn't. The, the Bengals, Bills have never played each other on Monday Night Football. That's where we are. Uh, but an hour from, or three hours from right now, Bills, Bengals, biggest Monday Night game ever. With so much on the line going into this game, and your Buffalo Bills are part of it. I, Robbie, what do you think of just the the attention the city of Buffalo is getting with the Bills this season? I love it. I mean, I obviously remember the Jim Kelly days, and it was awesome, but I don't remember it ever being like this. I just love it. This is amazing, and I can't wait to hear from Brian Mazarowski, who's at the game. You know, he was one of these people. He waited to the last minute looking for tickets. I think he might be paying for that decision, but we'll find out. <laughs> Find out when he gets back. Oh. We we are in studio with Robbie Roth. Twenty five minutes left. You still got time to get on the line. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. Robbie, as as we've been talking about, the gym was packed today. People got those goals going. What are the f- the fitness trends of twenty twenty three as we head into a new year? Well, I've got a lot of people, uh, you know, mentioning or, or DMing me and texting me saying. They like our conversation here. And one thing is uh, someone said, thank you so much for mentioning the fake foods, the fake proteins, because my kids really like the fake proteins. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. All right. So every year, the American College of Sports Medicine, um, which is one of our certifications for uh, fitness, comes out with this list of fitness trends for the year, uh, you know, for the new year. And so um, it changes every year. So this is really exciting because... Uh, number one, first of all, is wearable technology. Wearable technology, like your Apple Watch or your Fitbit or whatever it's called. You got one on? All right, cool. Um, and, you know, of course, when we're in the gym, Joe, there's wearable technology on the equipment. You yes. know, I mean, we can monitor our heart rate. We can monitor how many steps we're taking. We can monitor even, uh, you know, on our, our watches, we can, we can do an EKG. I mean, it's crazy how much wearable technology is important right now. I like to use it when I'm cycling in my living room tonight. I'll be, you know, watching my, just to find out, making sure that my heart rate is in the right zone. You don't want to go too high. You want to reach, you know, your training zone, but you don't want to go over it. Um, So wearable technology is number one. What is going over it? Like what is a healthy goal for heartbeat and everything while you're in that zone? Like what, what will you be looking for tonight? Yeah. So it's, you know, the formula is 220 minus your age times 60 to 85%. Okay. So it's based on your age. Um, But when you plug in your Apple Watch or your Fitbit with your age and all of that, it will automatically 
tell you, I know on the Apple Watch, I don't know about the Fitbit, um, but it will, you know, let you know if you're going over your training heart rate, okay. which is really important because, you know, when my when I bike with my husband outside, we really crank it. And when I teach kickboxing, I'm really cranking it. And so we, we got to make sure that we're not going over, uh, you know, too high because obviously it's not good to do that. But a lot of people do it, but, you know, it can be dangerous to do right. that. <laughs> so you want to be in your training zone. Um, number two, fitness trend for 2023, which I was so happy to see, is strength training with free weights. I mean, this has been on and off the list over the years, but I will tell you from experience that if you want to shape your body and you want to increase your metabolic rate, working out with free weights is the way to do it. It really is. That's what I'm missing out on. I'm a big cardio guy, Robbie. Oh, I, wow. I spend all day on the cardio. I, I need to get with the weights. Absolutely, Joe. At least three days a week if you're doing total body. Okay. You need to do it because, number one, just look at cyclists, okay? People who cycle all the time or runners, and then you're a runner, um, you don't look at them and say, oh, they're fit, right? You look at them and say they're lean. They could be lean, right? But, but the problem is that muscle shapes your body not cardio. right? And so what I've seen in all the years I've been working at the gym is people doing cardio, 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 and never changing the shape of their body. Yep. <laughs> and, well, because muscle dictates metabolism. So three days with free weights. That's... Yes. If you're doing total body, like some people will break it up and I've advised people to do, you know, say chest and tries on one day, back and buys on one day and you know, things like that. So but. do I add that to cardio or do uh, for three days, do I not do the, do cardio and just do free weights? How yeah. does that work? So for me, I recommend in American, not just me, but American College of Sports Medicine recommends that you do at least three days a week of strength training, weight training. And then you do three days a week or more of cardiovascular exercise. And you also do mind, body, flexibility, and strength like yoga. So today I taught weights this morning at, at uh, the gym and I did yoga. I taught yoga after that. And tonight I'm doing cardio. Now, normally I don't do three workouts in one day, but I've been eating a lot. So no, uh, you know, it's, it, hey, you know, if you only have three days, then do get your best bang for your buck. So you can do like 30 minutes of cardio with 30 minutes of weight training and then do some great stretching at the end. Okay. You know, so um, you have to kind of, it's called manipulating the fit principle, the frequency, intensity, time, and type. So if you don't have most days of the week to work out, then work out three days a week and get the best bang for your buck. All but right. definitely weight training. Okay, so number three of the list of 2023 uh, fitness trends is body weight training. So we got to get down and do some push-ups, Joe. Uh-oh. Body weight training. I've never been good at push-ups. Ask my lacrosse coach. Oh, come on now. We got to... Hey, in the break, we're going to do some. Okay? Oh, okay. I don't, I, I don't know if I'll get one, but all right. We'll have a challenge. But body weight training. So, you know, if you're traveling, like I know you do a lot, Joe, until the baby comes, you in the hotel room or whatever, you could use your own body weight. So you can do triceps, you can do squats, you can, um, you know, obviously do push-ups and all of that, but you need to use your own body weight. So that's number three in it. It's, it's a convenience thing, you know? Yeah. And then, um, again, the next thing for fitness trends is fitness programming for older adults. It's a trend. So a lot of people have been working out for many years, continue to work out. So now it's a trend, right? Um, and then functional fitness training where you're, you know, say you get a trainer and you're doing functional 
fitness where you're doing activities that you do day to day. So maybe you have a medicine ball or something like that, and you're reaching up and then you're squatting down and rotating. Those are functional fitness um, you know, activities so that you don't like bend over and pick up a pencil and throw out your back, you know, <laughs> functional fitness. Okay. And then outdoor activities is another trend for 2023. So today's a nice day. I saw a lot of people walking on the way here, which was great. So outdoor activities. And when the spring, it will come, uh, you know, we can get out there and bike and run and walk and walking's great but even on a, on a cold dry day you know put a jacket on go for a nice walk we live in buffalo we got to be able to take advantage of the outdoors 100 percent, 100 percent. i mean you know i have a dog now and i'm out there walking him it doesn't matter what the temperature is that's my my first uh my first activity of the day i wake up at four o'clock i walk the dog for 15 minutes before i come to work yeah well <laughs> you know dogs really make you work uh walk more oh, yeah. there's no doubt about it i never i never used to walk as much as I'm walking now. Yeah. Got to walk the dog four or five times a day. Yeah. Do its business. 100%. <laughs> um, and then another fitness trend for 2023 is high intensity interval training. So Joe, if you don't have a lot of time okay, uh, and say you're walking or running, you do interval training. So you do periods of high intensity interval training combined with periods of lower intensity. What that means is if you're doing, say, a walk, uh, you walk for like three minutes and then you run for like five minutes or you can run for three minutes and walk for five minutes. It doesn't matter the length of time, but athletes train this way. And this is how you break through plateaus that you're hitting. Yeah. Maybe, you know, right now um, you do interval training so that you're doing periods of high intensity cardiovascular exercise combined with periods of lower intensity exercise really helps to shape your body and to break through plateaus. So, yeah. Could that be something other than a run? Say you're like on the elliptical. They have they have programs for that as well, right? Where you're going like a yes. minute, two minutes, one minute, two minutes. Yes. So you can, you can program it that way. So, you know, you'll look at the programs of what you have to choose from. And one has a, you know, a warm up that is gradual and then peak, 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 peak with the cardio. And then it goes down. Yes. But interval training would be up and then down and up and down. And so if you program you know, that, or you're on the bike or whatever you're doing, you can just do it automatically or you can program the machines to do it for you. How often should you do that in a workout week? You know, it's, you can mix it up. I mean, mixing up what you're doing is good and you can mix up the intensity anytime. So, um, you know, if you're lifting weights, for instance, or you're stretching, say you're stretching, you stretch a little bit farther, a little bit harder, you know, on one day to reach the training effect. And what I like to do with interval training is go with how I feel. Some days, you know, because maybe I didn't sleep as well or whatever, I don't feel like pushing it. I'm there and I just get my workout in. But there's other days when I'm teaching kickboxing and I'm slamming it like this past Saturday because there were so many people there. Um, but, you know, the interval training is something that you don't have to do a set number of days per week. You just push a little harder, a little farther when you can, and then do intervals of it because you can't sustain because sometimes you you kind of get anaerobic because you're going, you know, so intense that you can't sustain that. So you drop down a little bit and then you go really high again. So it's it's kind of a technique that you just do when you can do it. You All know? right. And then the last one, well, it isn't really the last one. Um, the second to the last one is 
exercise for weight loss. And so this is where we come back to not doing just cardiovascular exercise. Yes, you're burning fat and you're utilizing calories while you're doing cardiovascular exercise. But what you want to do is have your metabolism humming throughout the day. And the only way to do that is if you work out with weights as well. If my time is limited, cardiovascular exercise is, is the exercise of choice due to the overall health benefits of cardiovascular exercise. But if I'm on vacation, I make sure that I check into a gym so I can lift weights because I don't want to be on the beach for one week and get out of shape and right. muscle shapes your body, right? What about this? How about uh, if you, uh, you know, you're trying to get the weights in? How about if you're on the treadmill with weights? Is that, you know, I've seen people do that where they're trying to do like a fast walk with weights, anything to that? Yeah. So, you know, I see it on the street too. So people who use like hand weights while they're doing cardiovascular exercise, that's a lot of stress on the joint. Okay. It's not recommended. You know, you really do uh, need to just do weights when you're doing weights and do cardio when you're doing cardio. And if you have, say, like a five-pound weight and you extend your arm with that weight, that weight is magnified many times over, which puts a lot of stress on the joint. So if you're walking with weights or doing, you know, ankle weights and all that, it's a lot of stress on the joint. Yes, you're... Uh, picking up your you know energy expenditure, but you might get injured, and so you really want to be careful to prevent injury. Okay, okay. And the last fitness trend of twenty twenty three is making sure that you have a certified professional helping you. There it is. Yeah, so it's a fitness trend. It's not going away. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a fitness trend every year. That's right. Yes. Now I got to ask you this because you talked about the cardio and obviously the, the weights, and I've got to get into the weights. Well, that that's a off air conversation. I got to get into the weights. <laughs> I can help. What would you say? And, and you know, obviously. Obviously, the gym is the place to be. That's where you want to get your workout in. Would you say there is a meaningless machine at the gym, like something that you should not waste your time on? Not anymore. Okay. There used to be back in the day. What uh, was that? The, those belts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they had those on the Titanic, too. <laughs> no, I don't think there's a meaningless uh, piece of equipment at the gym anymore. Is there something you should do every day? Yeah. At the gym. Uh, you know, you show up, number yes. one. <laughs> <laughs> is, is the gym something you should do seven days a week? No. 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 Okay. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I work out most days of the week, um, almost every day. It, because I include walking as being a workout and I walk my dog and I make sure that I'm getting enough steps in every day, at least 10,000, what have you. Um, but the thing is, you know, especially at this time of the year, you want to make sure that you are going to be sticking with it. So we know that the latest research shows that out of those who make New Year's resolutions, after one week, 75% of, of um, are still successful at keeping it. So after one week of working out, we saw all those people at the gym this morning, 75% will still be doing it after one week. And 25% of them will be stuck with a monthly bill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and after two weeks, that number drops to 71%. And after one month, the number of people working out, the number drops to um, to 64%. And after six months, only 46% of the people are still successful in keeping their New Year's resolutions. Now, obviously, we want that number to be higher. But I have to say, you know, I look at the positive. 46% is still a pretty good number. It is. I, I think so, too. You know? Actually. I mean, I'd like to see 100%. Yes. But 46% is higher than I thought you were going to say. Yes. And 
so we, we have to look at why are people dropping out? Why are people dropping out? Because they're doing too much too soon and it's hard for them and they, they set the bar too high. So what I, what I like to say to people is just show up at the gym. If you can just show up, a lot of people work out at home and they're successful at it. When COVID happened, I had no weights. I had no way to work out at home and I've been working out for over 40 years <laughs> because I work out at a gym and I work at a gym and, and it's because um, the energy, energy produces energy. And so, um, but if you, if you do too much or you set the bar too high, you're going to feel, you're not going to feel successful. Right. You're, you're not going to be able to reach those goals right away. And so you really do, whether it's your dietary habits or whether your health and fitness goals, you really have to take baby steps and small steps. And so just show up. I advise you to get a trainer if you're not in the group X classes, so you know how to work the equipment and all of that. Um, or show up in the group exercise classes. We teach multi-levels, all ages, all levels of fitness in the same fitness class. You know, I, I, I would have to say that, you know, you talk about people push, setting the bar too high, pushing it too much too fast. And it's that, you know, you, you wake up the next day and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sore. I'm not doing that again. And it's just, it, it really, I can speak from experience. It really is missing a day of the gym that takes you out of a routine. Yes. And takes you out of that going to the gym. I mean, like you said, once you're in that routine, it is difficult to get out. You know, like the going to the gym is a part of my part of my day every day. You know, like Sunday, the bills play at one now, as we know. Yes. So I'm going to have to fit the gym in the morning before I come to do hardline so I can leave here and go to the bills game. You know, but yes. that's it gets to that point. But I, I, I know there are people that they, they were doing well, doing well. They have one bad day or one day they don't feel like going to the gym. And that turns to two days, to three days, to four days, and I, 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 so I can I can relate. I, I yes. think a lot a lot of those fifty four percent that don't make it to the sixth month, it probably was just one day that took them off the course. Hundred percent. You know, here's the thing: um, we 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 will have days where we're not going to feel like working out. We will have times when we go outside the lines with our dietary habits. But what you do is you just get back in the lines. You'll read in my book that I had three hot for Sundays in one day. This is not a lie. I had three hot for Sundays in one day. And it was because I woke up and I said, I'm going to, I'm going to lose weight. This is years ago. And I'm going to get back on track. And the first thing I did is I failed. And then I said, well, today's the last supper. So I'm just going to have whatever I want today. And then tomorrow I'm going to start again. But yesterday you said tomorrow nothing changes if nothing changes. And so here's the thing with your workout. If you miss a day, you've got to make sure that you get back in there. If you are, you know, and I'm saying maybe if you think that because you're sore, you shouldn't work out. That's not true. You're sore because you're working out. I mean, I'm sore right now because I worked out this morning and I'm going to work out tonight. But if you stop, you're going to start over all, you know, start all over again. Yeah, back at zero. Right. And so uh, you miss one day and then you miss another day and then you forget that there was even a gym. I mean, yeah. you, you just get out of your routine. So you need that consistency. Robbie, I, this is going to go for a lot of people because a lot of people are staying up late tonight. And a lot of people have to go back to work for the first time in two weeks tomorrow. Um, you know, you t I, I know when I'm tired, the first thing I want to do is go to that vending machine and get the thing of cookies or get the Pop-Tarts. What is the best way to combat being tired without going to the sugary drinks or going to the junk food for those tomorrow that might be a little tired after the Bills game? Yeah, you know, it takes planning. 
planning ahead of time. So you have to plan what you're going to eat tonight during the Bills game, right? You have to plan if you're going to eat. You don't have to have a snack, by the way, after dinner. But if you're going to eat, you have to plan something, veggies and hummus or something that, you know, don't sit there and eat a whole bag of chips. And then tomorrow when you're tired, plan it out ahead of time. Plan out today what you're going to have tomorrow morning and then what you're going to have for lunch so that you have some go-tos that are going to be healthy. Cut up some veggies, put it in the refrigerator so that you're reaching for that. It does take being mindful and it takes being deliberate. And it takes really remembering that it's hard to be out of shape and it's hard to get in shape. Pick your hard. Yes, yes. And you get tired a lot quicker when you're out of shape. Yeah, and you just don't feel good. I mean, when you eat junk, you feel like junk. Yeah. And do you really want to feel like junk? No. No. No, I don't, Robbie. No. No. Uh, Where can we get your book? I mean, I have your book, but where can others get your book? <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's um, on barnesandnobles.com. It's on amazon.com. You can get it from me, a signed copy. But yeah, it's um, it's been picked up by a national publisher, so I'm really excited awesome. about that. I, like I said, I'm excited to read it. My wife's already said she's going to read it when I'm done, um, so I will give the review right here. We'll have you back on the show, uh, either Beam awesome. as and Beamer or when I fill in for Tom again. Robbie, it's always great. I think, you know, we got to do this. We have done this, you know, a few times a year. And I think just in, people need to be reminded, and it's a little selfish on my part, I need to be reminded too, <laughs> uh, of just getting back on track and, and really how important it is to live that healthy lifestyle. Yes. You know, you're going to spend the time and the money either way. You're either going to spend the time and the money in healthcare, like go, healthcare to me is the gym and eating right, or you're going to spend the time and the money in sick care, which is better for you. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Robbie, uh, hopefully the Bills Wednesday. Do you, do you feel good about the game? I feel so good about it. I feel we're going to the Super Bowl, and I booked a ticket for my husband and I to watch the Super Bowl with my daughters in, in, in uh, Florida. Oh, in nice. February, yes. I'm, a, I'm hoping for, I mean, I, you know, you've got Mazarowski thinks, oh, let's just, you know, not get first place so we have to play in the wild card round. I'm no, I want the first round by. I want to have every game at home. I'm I'm excited. Two wins away from being able to sit out wild card week. And for someone like me that doesn't really remember the 90s, okay, doesn't really remember <laughs> the early 90s. I remember the late 90s. Doesn't remember the early 90 uh, Super Bowl runs. I mean, that is so Six years ago, I would have said you're crazy. I said, "Are you? You're crazy. The Bills aren't going to be first in the AFC, and the fact that they are two wins away, it's in their control to win the AFC, is just amazing. I think it's amazing for the team, and it's amazing for Western New York. And I really hope we can all just enjoy what's hopefully going to be a deep playoff run. Yeah, whether I, I think they're going to do it, but whether they do it or not, it's it's such an exciting time for the city. And I mean, I just love josh and the whole team and the coaches and everything else i i just think it's it's something that we need and we've had we had it back in the 90s even though you don't remember it i remember it um but it's just an awesome thing and and i love the camaraderie i love coming in here and seeing you guys all in your bill stuff and heck yeah we had it on at the gym today people had it on it was awesome i I did feel out, out out of shape because i did not go to the gym and build stuff. I just went in my regular Monday workout clothes. But you know what? You know, it, it, I have it on now. You it's know okay. What I mean? It's all right. So but, I want to just real quick. Yes. So uh, Katie Weibel, financial fitness, yes. got to ha- make it happen. I know she would help you and I will help you, Joe, whatever you need. Well, Robbie, I, I have your number and we're always in communication. You know yes. that. Uh, hopefully we're talking about a Bills game tomorrow and you know how I will be. If the Bills win and they can get first place and kick the Patriots out in one game on Sunday, I think that'll probably be the majority of BMAS and Beamer tomorrow. So look forward to that. We're back to a regular schedule, a regular day. I know a lot of you are back to work tomorrow.
Thank you, Josh. Robbie, thank you so much. We'll be back here tomorrow, 5 a.m. Uh, with a new morning. Beamaz and Beamer at 9. Bellavia, 10 to 2. Bowerly's back in this chair, 2 to 6. And Tom Puckett will be back with his evening news. Coming up next, a quick check of local news and then remembering Barbara Walters. Go Bills! We'll see you tomorrow here on WBEN. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.